Hello, queers. You're listening to Movies I Look Queer. This is Sarita Ramirez. And hi, how's it going? Teddy, my best friend's dog, is keeping me company. He has been keeping me the most company, I will say, since the pandemic. So I am very grateful to him. (laughs) I am obsessed. I pretend he's my dog every day. (laughs) I thought that I would finally upload this episode, which is now the third episode and final episode, maybe, perhaps, we still don't know, of the Netflix Easy series written and directed by Joe Swanberg. Now, this episode is, again, the third episode with Kiersey Clements and Jacqueline Taboni, and this is season three, episode three, Spontaneous Combustion. And again, if you haven't listened to the other episodes of season one and two, I suggest you pause Head on back to those episodes and listen to them and then come back. Thank you. Spontaneous Combustion, written and directed by Joe Swanberg. This episode, again, is the third episode of season three, starring Kiersey Clements, Jacqueline Taboni, Sophia Bush, and Jazz Sinclair. The synopsis is, when Chase and Joe's lease is up, Chase admits that she's not ready to be in a committed relationship, but making a clean break isn't easy. (laughs) Let's see if I can find a trailer for this season. I'm sure it's going to include all of the other episodes. I can't stress this enough. This show is refreshing. It is cool. I love it. It's one of my favorite things to watch and rewatch on Netflix. Mom, we have to go now. Give me like three more minutes. Go eat something. I'm going to say yes to everyone who asks me out for the next 30 days. How does that work? Like on an app or something, or like if I'm just walking down the street and somebody asks me out, like when does that happen? I don't know when women are flirting with me. Are you a bad boy? I'm a bad boy. Like, I would assume that you've been flirting with me, but you would say what, no? Oh, of course I'm gonna say no. All right, that's the point. How about you, Sarah? Anyone? Yeah, there's a lady, uh, her name is Tinder. She's great. (laughs) She has many different faces. (laughs) I ended up telling Brian that we were open. Really? You told him just because it came up, or you told him because you're hoping some other stuff will come up? <laughs> Have you ever heard that phrase, the best way to get over one man is to get under another? Every time I think I have it figured out, something like this happens. I want to try other things and have more experiences before I just end up in a relationship forever. Hey, I'm proud of you. For real? Yeah, let's go. You are smart and bright and exceptional. Funny and gorgeous. Funny and stunning. I just feel like you're gonna reach. God, I'm just filled with self-help BS. It's working. It's like a video game. It is, but it's kind of fun that way, too. Like, you could win. So in episode one, Chase and Joe meet in the way that most people want to meet. You're at a club or a bar, 
listening to some chill music and you happen to lock eyes with someone who you are attracted to and hey, that person happens to feel the same way and then they end up dating and then Chase and Joe learn a lot more about each other, especially Chase who learns that you can be independently yourself and that you are enough for your significant other. In episode two, Chase and Joe now living together And Chase takes these burlesque classes and Joe is doing, you know, her feminist art show somewhere in Chicago. And Chase tells Joe like, hey, I think I'm going to put on my own burlesque show with a couple of my friends. And Joe is like, oh yeah, babe, totally. But you can tell that Joe is super uncomfortable, but it doesn't say it, of course. (laughs) But Chase isn't dumb. You know, she notices that, but lets it slide. And at the end of that second episode, Joe learns to better communicate with Chase on her feelings and insecurities with Chase's burlesque show, pretty much shows up for her babe. So that was a great, another great happy ending, I'll say at least. So now for episode three, that was my quick little recap of the two last episodes. I'm sure there were more things involved. Again, here's easy season three, episode three, spontaneous combustion. So the episode opens up with Joe and her boss, Alexandria, played by Sophia Bush, and they're editing what looks like to be a documentary about a speaker. Now, Alexandria is talking about editing the documentary and really getting into what her vision is for this documentary and this film, and Joe is just staring at her like in a trance. So you get the feeling that Joe may kind of be into Alexandria, but politely is not being weird about it, (laughs) at least in my opinion. Then later on that day, we see Chase and Joe in what they call the Coochie Conference. And it looks like a meeting of involving different women chilling at someone's house and having these deep discussions. And they're talking about, at least the topic of this evening, is redefining relationships and how to set boundaries, how involved or uninvolved you can be in a relationship with someone, and even how you can be in a spectrum while in a relationship. Okay, if anyone knows of these meetings, if the Coochie Conference is an actual real thing in Chicago, please let me know. I would love to attend. Thank you. We first hear Joe's take on relationships. Her point of view is how the expectations of a relationship should kind of be dictated by the length that it has been. So in other words, if you spend so much time with someone and you're in this long-term relationship, then maybe you should be expecting a serious commitment from them. And as Joe is saying this to the group, Chase is next to her looking a little bit uncomfortable, nodding her head kind of like, Mm -hmm. Yeah, like she's in agreement. And then we hear Chase's take on relationships. And hers is all about having fresh and new experiences and new bonds and pretty much rejecting labels. So after this meeting, Chase decides that she wants to go hang out with the ladies from the meeting. But before she leaves, Joe lets her know like, hey, just so you know, the landlord is asking if we want to renew the lease. So we have to let him know. But Chase seems a little hesitant and she's like, oh, okay, well, when can we know him or let him know by? Uh, To which Joe seems puzzled at this question. Maybe she wasn't expecting this uh, hesitation. So she says, what, you don't want to renew the lease? And Chase is a little frazzled and she's like, oh, just don't worry. It was just a question. We'll, We'll talk about it later. But 
Joe doesn't buy this weird, dismissive, avoidant thing that Chase is doing. She isn't dumb, but she lets it go. And later that evening, when Chase comes back, they both sit down at the couch and Joe tells her, listen, I know that we want to avoid this and all, but I need you to let me know what's going on. I can feel that you're dealing with stuff and I just want you to be 100% with me. And Chase is just awkward. And you can tell that she's there's something stirring in her. And finally, she says that she wants to explore things and try new things and that she wants to have these experiences before she settles down and gets all serious with Joe. (sighs) I'm heartbroken for Joe. Let me try not to be biased for this episode. So Joe's heartbroken, as you can imagine, but she's also understanding. She's not yelling. She's like, okay, I get it. And the two of them just move on, to say the least. Joe goes to work the next day, and you can tell she's sad, she's a little heartbroken. And she sits down next to her boss, Alexandria, and her boss notices that something's off with her, so she asks her, hey, what's, what's going on? And Joe is like, uh, I think I just went to a breakup last night, I don't know. And Alexandria's reaction is a mix of like, damn, I'm sorry, and ooh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Because you can tell she's kind of smiling in the back of her head or a little bit. I saw it. But uh, Alexandra tells Joe, listen, I'm so sorry about this, but can we patch this up right now so we can finish this documentary? We still have to do this documentary. And then right after we're done, I can be that friend to you. You can cry on my shoulder, whatever you want. And Joe is like, all right, let's do this. So next we see Chase and her huge ass suitcase moving into Amber's apartment. And Amber's her friend that we've seen in episodes one and two. So Chase tells Amber and Amber's roommate, listen, I I promise I'm only going to stay here for a few weeks or until I just get another place. Amber and her roommate are like, yeah, yeah, girl, no worries. Take your time. You know, Chase sits down with Amber and Amber's telling her, listen, you don't have to feel bad about you breaking up with Joe. Maybe you guys just need this little break and you guys are going to come back stronger together, but you do need this time apart. But on the other side, of town, or at least I think. (laughs) Joe is having drinks with Alexandria, okay? So they finished the documentary. She's sitting there with her hot boss, Alexandria, and Joe is telling her like, I don't know, what if we do get back together, but I just can't get past this like heartbreak? Like, what do we do? And Alexandria is like, girl, this is not about you, okay? It's about your, it's about your ex. It's about Chase. It's what she needs and it sucks, but it's not you. And she said it a lot better than that. (laughs) Let me just, I'm just paraphrasing. But she does make a great point though, because when it comes to breakups, we tend to take breakups, like her example in this conversation, when people say that they want to spend time alone, we as naturally flawed, insecure people, (laughs) creatures, we like to hear, I want to spend time away from you, which does not mean the same thing. If people want to be alone, they want to be alone. And it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with us. So we follow Chase out on the town with Amber and some of her friends. And she is acting single as fuck. (laughs) She's living her best life. She's having a good old time. She's drinking up a party. They're at this bar club thing. I don't even know. It looks like a mixed thing. And she ends up meeting this friend of a friend who's a photographer. And you can already imagine what goes on here. We never learned this photographer's name. So let's just call them the photographer. And they're vibing, they're flirting, and yeah, they 
They eventually hook up. What, what, what can I say? She hooks up with this photographer. So Joe is at their apartment, or at least what is her apartment, because Chase moved out. <laughs> and she's checking out Chase's Instagram or Instagram equivalent. And she sees that Chase is having this good old time because she's putting up stories and putting up these live snaps of her and all these people that she's hanging out with at this club, at this apartment. And it's just so sad because you can see the quiet room of where Joe is sitting, coping with this breakup and watching her ex just having this, you know, this best time of her life. It is just so relatable. (laughs) So a few weeks go by and we see that Joe is at work and she and Alexandria are watching the final edit or the final cut, I'm not sure, of the documentary that they've been working on for so long, (laughs) it feels And Alexandria, she's so moved and she tells Joe that she's a genius. And Joe is relieved and gives Alexandria a cupcake. It's just a very cute moment. We then see Chase at someone else's apartment, not the photographer, but someone else in Chicago. And she's getting up out of the bed and she checks her phone and she's like, oh no, it's like super late. I need to get home, which is kind of awkward because you can tell that to this, in this situation, Chase was looking at this person, this hookup as a one night stand and the other person wasn't. So it's a really awkward moment for us to watch. It just feels like Chase is not really taking into account other people's feelings at this point, at this moment. And it's not just Joe that she's dismissing feelings of, it's other people. So it's a bit, it's a bit rough to watch. So once she gets back to her friend Amber's and Amber's roommate apartment, the roommate is waiting for her and is pretty much telling her, listen, you said you were going to be here for like two two weeks and you've been here for a month and I just want to know what you, what's your exit plan, what's going on. And Chase is like, oh yeah, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I found the place. I just haven't told you yet. I'm, I'm leaving today. I'm so sorry, which is total bullshit. <laughs> Because we see Chase going back to her and Joe's apartment. And it's just awkward because Joe is pretty kind of, she's cold, but she's annoyed, but she's still being polite and telling her like, yeah, like this was our place. So um, yeah, you can stay on the couch. I set it up for you. Um, Here's all your things. We have to pack them up now because, you know, our lease is over. And um, yeah, Chase is like, oh, thanks for letting me crash. And Joe's like, yeah, no problem. Here you go. I'll see you later. So there's a lot of tension to say the least. And Chase tries to play it off and be nice and even goes in for a hug um, that doesn't look like it was reciprocated by Joe. But I mean, can you imagine? Joe's probably pissed, pissed off at this point. And yeah, flash forward to Joe being at back at the office with Alexandria. This is the last day that they're working together. And she tells Alexandria, you know, I'm going to miss you. Like, thank you so much for this experience or whatnot. And Alexandria tells her like, yeah, I'm going to miss having you around. Um, But a good thing is that now that I'm not your boss anymore, I want to ask you out on a date. To which Joe is like, hell yeah, let's do it. (laughs) Let's have dinner. Alexandria being a smooth She's just being a smooth, smooth criminal out here. Love it. Flash forward some more. And now we're back at Chase and Joe's apartment. And Joe walks out of the bedroom looking fucking fabulous and date ready. And Chase notices. And she's like, oh, where are you going? Joe says, oh, I'm, I'm going on a date. And Chase did not expect that. Her reaction is a bit, is a bit bitter. <laughs> 
because she starts laughing sarcastically, you know, passive aggressive bullshit. I can't stand that. (laughs) And Joe tells Chase, hey, listen, please look over those boxes that I told you to look at. It's been like a week and you haven't done anything and it's making me anxious. And Chase in her most annoying self is like, yeah, 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 I'll do it. Have fun on your date. And Joe, Joe is so nice, is like, oh, I will. And don't pretend like this isn't what you wanted, which I totally agree with because Chase broke up with Joe and now Chase is having these like bitter attitudes, this passive aggressive attitude. She's passing on Joe because she sees Joe going on a date. What the hell? Like, I don't know. It's so, it's so manipulative. I I hate that type of behavior. (laughs) So now we follow Joe who goes to this really nice restaurant in the city to meet up with Alexandria and their chemistry is, ah, it is so good. They're so cute together. They're just hitting it off. Joe confesses to having had this huge crush on Alexandria for a while. And Alexandria is happy to hear that because she's had a crush on Joe as well, but she didn't want to come off too strong. And plus she was her boss and it's kind of weird at, you know, to have these feelings at work. Back at the apartment, Chase is looking through some of their old photos and mementos and, uh, you know, begins putting them back on the shelf. She then takes a picture and sends it to Joe (sighs) while Joe is on her date. I'm telling you this emotional thing is just too much. So we know that Joe is on her date and she gets this photo from Chase and uh, she quickly puts her phone away. Girl, I get it. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot to deal with your ex back at your apartment and you're also on this date with someone who just seems so much more healthy-minded and knows what they want and mature. Ah. <laughs> so Joe and Alexandria agree to a nightcap and head back to Alexandria's place. And they, you know, after getting some drinks here and there, they begin to hook up. But of course, while they're doing their thing, uh, Chase starts sending more messages to Joe, um, a shit ton of paragraphs, which is completely distracting. And Joe tells Alexandria, you know, I'm I'm getting these messages from Chase. I I don't know what they are, but I'm distracted and... I'm not completely here and it's not fair. And Alexandria is completely, completely understanding. And again, very mature about it because she says, listen, don't worry about it. I'm here for you. Like, what do you need? Do you need to go? If so, it's okay. Like we can do this another time. And is not at all upset or at least is not showing Joe that she is upset in any way. And Joe tells her, yeah, I, I want to go settle this and we can do this another time. And they kiss each other and have a few more sweet moments before Joe leaves. So Joe goes back to the apartment and looks around to see that Chase put up all of their shit back on the shelves, like as though they're not moving, which is kind of a mindfuck. If you just walk into your apartment and you see that your ex put all of your pictures and all of the plants back and is decorating the place again, that would be very unsettling and, and shocking at the same time. And Joe's reaction is is heartbreaking because she's looking around and she's like, really? She walks away and Chase sits up on the couch and and watches after her. But Joe comes back opening a can of beer. Yeah, she's opening a beer. (laughs) She offers the glass to Chase and they sit down on the couch together to which Chase scooches on over and lays her head on Joe's shoulder. And the both of them are just sitting together watching TV. And then the episode ends. (laughs) Okay, so this being the final episode, 
And we're now in 2021 and there's no plans of the show coming back. (laughs) I think it's safe to say that this is the end of their story. But I would like to think that they are going to break up, but they're going to have a discussion about it. They're going to talk about it. They're going to figure out how to go from there. Are they going to stay friends? And here's my take of what different components of this episode. So let's start with Chase. (laughs) Let's start with the hard one first. So I think Chase needed to experience these new relationships and whatever. She wanted to have these new experiences, but to me, it just felt like she was getting bored and she was having that fear of missing out thing. So she explores one night stands and she explores hooking up with different people of different things and starts to let herself loose and be around other people, but she ends up hurting people. And I think that's something that is just not okay because I get that it's not to say that having one night stands isn't okay, but if you're going to be having one night stands, but you're not going to be clear with the people that you're hooking up with, that this is really just for fun, you're going to end up hurting them. And we saw that in this episode with Chase leaving that person's apartment in the morning and the person was just taken aback. Like, wait, you're leaving already? Like, this is, wow. You know, and it's kind of, it's it's kind of messed up. But Chase coming home to see that Joe is moving on and moving out of their place. I mean, does she, she, she that, that's when she starts to get those feelings of like, wait, um, maybe I don't want to fully break up with Joe. And from the earlier conversation that she had with Amber, Amber's telling her, yeah, you guys are just taking a break right now. But to Joe, that wasn't a break. To Joe, that's a breakup. They broke up. They weren't taking a break. (laughs) So I think those are just two very different understandings of what happened and how their relationship ended. And looking on Reddit, Redditors hate Chase because they find her to be emotionally manipulative, immature, and completely messed up in how her behavior was towards Joe and how she was showing off that she was single and having all this fun post breakup. And it wasn't, it was just unfair because it'd be one thing if she broke up with Joe or if they broke up because Joe was doing things or hurting her. But to our, us as the audience, we don't see any of that. We see Chase just having fun and living these experiences and completely disregarding anyone else's feelings. And like I said before, Joe didn't see the breakup coming. You know, she keeps working. She's, she moves on with her life, but at her own pace. We don't see her dating and going out and, and having all of these one night stands. If anything, we just see her focusing on the documentary with Alexandria and getting her feelings together, getting her feelings in order, and then going on a date from what we can imagine is a month or so after. And speaking of Alexandria... <laughs> They are so hot together. They have great chemistry. Sophia Bush was such a treat to watch. And what I like about her character, Alexandria, is that she's understanding and sweet and compassionate. And she doesn't down talk Chase or the breakup. If anything, she just says, listen, that's something that she's dealing with. This is why you shouldn't feel rejected, Joe. This and this and that. She's She was like the light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> for Joe, if I have to paint the picture of it. 
I don't know, looking at the end of the episode, do I think that Chase and Joe are back together? I don't think they stayed together. I think that these two have two different ways to communicate. We saw in the last two episodes how they communicated. I haven't seen online anything that Joe Swanberg, uh, the writer and director, the creator of this show, if he has said that he thinks they would have stayed together. I personally don't think they would have. I don't think I would want to stay with Chase And as if I were Chase, I don't know if I should stay with Joe because my feelings are pretty selfish. (laughs) And clearly I need to figure out my own things and why I was afraid to commit to a relationship that I was already in for a while and why I wanted out and then to come back. I think there's issues there. And last but not least, how did I feel about this episode in comparison to the other two? This, I think this was a great ending. I know some people weren't thrilled with it. I don't care. (laughs) I think this episode showed the reality and the the realism behind relationships that they end in not the cleanest fashion. Some of them are messy. Some of them are complicated, especially when you have respect for your partner, especially when you have respect for the person you're in love with. And you can't just break things off and a clean break and there's nothing else to explain. Sometimes feelings can make you want to come back. Sometimes there's unresolved issues. There's no closure. So I think that the the way that they ended this episode with Joe coming back, sitting down next to Chase on the couch and stopping the date where it was, do I, do I think that Chase should have done those and sent those messages and was completely annoying? No. Chase is annoying as fuck in my opinion. But I do think that both of them sitting down and having this discussion that was kind of uh, avoided for a while, I think it was the right move before Joe finds or finds herself in another relationship. I think they both needed to have some type of discussion or closure. I, again, I do love this series. I think it's, I think it's refreshing. The fact that this series is mostly improvised. I think it's fun to look at these actors and see just how well they're playing off of each other. I think that just plays well to their talent and it shows how good they are as actors. I really enjoyed it. Again, I recommend everyone to watch it if you like to watch it. And the other storylines, I know I haven't touched upon them because they somewhat have nothing to do with Chase and Joe. I would like to know how you guys feel about this show. Again, you can watch Easy on Netflix. It is available to stream and it is a Netflix show. So it doesn't matter what country you're from, you are able to stream. And yes, I, again, I completely wholeheartedly recommend it. And I thank you for listening to Movies Ella Queer. If you haven't done so already, please follow on Instagram and TikTok for the latest news and updates. And if you have any film requests, I am honing in on those right now. I'm trying to catch up. So a lot of films and TV show recommendations. I also ask you to leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. That would make Movies I Look Queer a lot easier to find. Once again, this is Sarita Ramirez. Thank you for listening, and I will see you next week. Bye. Bye.